Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 4th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan! I'm doing, you know, I'm not doing great. I, I'm missing my standing desk. Oh. I had to get up, had to oh, get God. up so early. It was like I was back in the Open Championship week, moving to the Midwest and getting up to shoot somewhere at sunrise. Yeah, I'm doing fine. I, I just, uh, I'm tired. I'm a little sluggish right now. It's the middle of the day, been up for a long time and my my internal clocks all screwed up i couldn't do my my open championship wake-up routine because i was running out the door so then i was sitting in a car Just shower and push-ups yeah, and all that couldn't, cold couldn't do yeah. couldn't do my routine and i i, well, I didn't get much sleep because i got in late and you know just not great that's that's you know that's the way to give people the hard sell here right in the first minute say you know we're tired you're tired it's the middle of the day not feeling great who knows what may come though sometimes the best podcasts the most uh, jovial and goofy podcasts emerge from such circumstances uh, this is going to be a summer hours Friday summer, summer Friday summer hours Friday, podcast huh? well I mean we say it's that on, but it's on a Thursday too we'll, we'll be like wanting to you know but yeah we're gonna do a quick one i think we'll do some golf advice um first though the big news of i suppose this thursday as we record is the schedule or the schedule for 2024 has been released this was not a uh matter of not to quote drew weatherford of the florida state board of trustees i guess that's a big quote going around this was not a matter of uh when uh if but when this got not leaked, but reported on because everybody had been hinting at certain little nuggets, Signi- amusements, signature events. Yeah. And Eamon Lynch comes out with the full deal on a Thursday morning for golf week. Um, I don't know where you want to start. Designated events are now signature events. It, Phoenix Open is now uh, is not a signature, but it's Pebble Beach is a, a signature. Those two flipped. I think we expected that. Not everything is has uh, is a no cut event, the, this, which is the what? Pebble Beach flips an interesting one because that that whole format's going to get turned upside down, right? So you're thinking, and it's a no cut event. Yeah, and, and and so there's only seventy players, so you're going to have less less AMs. I also yep. have to imagine that the format's going to change a little bit too. You think Huey Lewis is guaranteed seventy-two holes? Well, I don't know. I I don't, but I also don't think that you got to have a twenty million dollar purse and have it Huey Lewis playing, <laughs> putzing around on the seventeenth green in the final group either. <laughs> right? <laughs> I hope. Also, God willing, that he is. Also, just gonna. Toss this one out there. Chew on it. Oh, chew on oh, it. Think. There we go. You know, seventy people, one hundred and forty total with the with the AMs. It's a lot less people 
you know, a little bit less restrictive in terms of uh, golf courses. You know, who knows? Oh. Who knows what could happen? Maybe, maybe. You suggesting adding a new? Well, I think I believe I believe that MPCC will not be hosting this year. But what I'm just saying, what I'm saying is that all of a sudden that event is much more feasible to host at a place like. I'll let everybody else put put two and two together. Who knows? It just it just I guess makes I'm it, wondering. It, it, I'm not. I'm not. It, this is this is not like a. I don't believe that there's been that much discussion. But when you downsize participants, it makes the event much easier to host because it's not what's three days of shutdown at your course like it is now. It might only be one day. What's the new threshold for uh, becoming a celebrity slash business titan? You're going from 156. They're cutting that in half. 70. What's you know? I don't mean to suggest you know. Does your sitcom have to be on the air for 10 years as opposed to eight? Um, do you have to be a CEO as opposed to a CMO? Who's getting a lot of people who have been getting invites to this might not be getting invites. And I'm talking about the amateurs here, the celebrities, so to speak. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who won't be won't play. be cut. B- who? Bill Murray, <laughs> Chris Berman. I feel like Ray um, Romano. What's the saxophonist Kenny G? He will never be cut. He'll never be cut. No, no. I mean, does no, does it, does a fifteen year old even know who Ke- I can't Kenny G we're is? We're talking about this. No, fifteen year old doesn't know who ninety eight percent of the people playing in that thing are. Probably ninety nine, and that might include the golfers too, the PGA pros. Quite honestly, not this year. Um, not with right. the designated. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. They're, you know, it's a it's a home game for me. You gonna go? You gonna go down? Oh, a- I'll be AT&T, down there. A big winner, huge I saw, winner. I saw the athletic did a winners and losers. Um, which, you know, because that's the way we have to break down everything now is winners and losers. Um, do you want to do a winner? The first winner was AT&T. No, I don't. Immediately, the first listed winner was AT&T. It's just warmed the heart to see, you know, the big multinational telecommunications company as the big winner. But they deserve it. I mean, they, they've they supported the tour in multiple places for a long time and have gotten boned. Let's just put it that way. Hey, um, I got a question for you regarding the schedule. What? What do you think about yeah. the CJ plaque honoring Byron oh, Nelson? God. I've got this in. The, I can't believe this is where we're leading off. We're doing a lengthy discussion on Pebble and TPC. It's absurd. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I had this as a nugget. I was going to break, you know, quote unquote, break this critical sorry, news sorry, on the podcast I, I before Eamon Lynch stepped on. No, I mean, it all came out in Eamon's report. The CJ Cup honoring. Byron Nelson. Do you think they're going to get a CJ is a, since they're honoring Byron Nelson, do you think they'll upgrade the the trophy from a plaque to a cup? No, I think it's going to stay. Well, I mean, what is the connection? Is this an homage to the Husky boy who just has dominated all over cuz CJ's the Korea company, right? This was originally a Jeju Island Korean event. And they said this is the next best thing if we can't come back to Jeju Island. We might as well go to the home of the Husky Boy, a.k.a. TPC Craig Ranch. She dominates there, and maybe that's the connection they're trying to make. But there's just – look, 
they can't constantly change things. And this goes is kind of part and parcel with my my little bit of my frustration with Wednesday with the board seats and a, a constant overhaul is what you call elevated events or designated events and now signature events. The most important thing? No, like what it's named or called is not the most important thing. But if you are constantly changing it every single year, it is kind of important in a bad way. There is very little connection to be built. There is very little brand to be built. If you are a fan of the PGA Tour trying to figure out when and what to care about, and trying to figure out what this tour even is. Telling someone elevated is now designated, is now signature, is now Byron Nelson, is the CJ Cup. It's not good. It A, diminishes whatever brands have been built and connections have been built over decades. And B, puts up kind of a big roadblock to establishing any new connections when you're changing it year after year after year, it's like, maybe this is an extreme example. I'm thinking of it on the fly as I talk. But would NFL teams be put in different divisions every single year, flipped around? <laughs> like, there's no there's no connection anymore to like a Cowboys-Eagles game. And all the, I don't know. I'm thinking of that on the fly. But it's not the most important thing. Calling them signature, just work your way through the whole thesaurus. I don't give a shit. But like it does inhibit a connection to the tour and what it is. Is that fair? Am I being extreme? I'm not the most upset about it. You know, listen. I think there is an impact to constantly changing. You're 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 preaching to the choir. You're basically rolling out my Western Open take. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's true. The Western Open. That is true. Was a it major championship. Yeah. And look what it is now. It's just a a hollow playoff event that visits every part of the country. And, you know, this year it'll be at Olympia Fields. That'll be great. A little bit of an ode to its its history in Chicago. But next year it's going to a Jack yeah. Nicholas design in Colorado. Where is it going next? Castle year? Pines. It is. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. I mean, so again, you know, there you go. Two years no ago, predictability, two years no ago, it was in Caves Valley in Maryland. Heard a rumor right. that it might be going to oh, New God. York. It's like, oh, that that screams Western Open. But anyways, uh, I had a I had a more silly question. The CJ Cup's not on the schedule this fall. Oh, it's not? Don't see it. Where has it been? That's the other thing. It was in Korea. Was that the one at Vegas? Yeah, it was at Korea. It was at the Summit the Club in Vegas. Summit Club. Then it was at Congaree, Congaree. Which Rory won the last one. Do you think Rory's going to defend at TPC Craig Ranch? Do you think he's going to go for the defense? <laughs> <laughs> the week before Valhalla. Um, yeah, yeah. So... I didn't have, honestly, like too much of a strong reaction, good or bad, to this schedule. I think a lot of it was what we expected. There's more name changes. Pushing back on there are cuts. They're going to remain cuts. And this is what we had heard. Memorial, uh, Riviera, API, 
and the players, which remains a full field. Signature, but full field, and a cut. And those three were formerly what we used to know as elevated events. I mean, this t- terminology is absurd. It just is by way of signature events. Come on. Well, I mean, what what are what's Bay Hill and Riv and Memorial? They're like elevated signature. I don't know. They were elevated, so those will have cuts. It looks like, according to Eamon Lynch, those are his sources. Eighty is about the maximum they will have with maybe a cut around top 50 and ties. All the others will have no cuts. Wait, they're, and those still, are, they're only going to have 80 people in them? Still? It looks like for those three. Oh, yeah. God. Players will be full. Talk about, yeah. talk about you know, along the lines of the Western Open, what they've done to the LA you Open. You knew that, though. Well, I thought they were uh, still going to yeah. have like 100-plus people. No. It's that that uh, no, that it, meme of like, look what they've done to my beautiful boy. <laughs> oh, it's not that. <laughs> it's just not that big a deal. It What's, is I mean, a big Charlie deal. Belgian's not invited anymore. It is a big and, deal. And John Merrick. I, I, it's a big deal. It's I, it's uh, aspirational yeah. stuff to play it in. in yeah, a, it's not an open. Yeah, it hasn't been an open for a few. It years. hasn't been an open, no. but like now it's like a it's a closed. It's not even masquerading as an open. It's a closed. It's a closed, you know, the other thing that sucks about this really sucks. Is that like the sponsors exemptions exist like and I know they exist for Tiger, but they're going to exist for guys that are slumping. It's going to be feasibly impossible. Like, I mean, so there should be ramifications for having bad years. We're seeing that with like the Ryder Cup, for example, play out right now. There's actually genuine interest in these last events because of Justin Thomas's situation. Guess what? He's going to get an exemption into every one of these designated events. There's going to be no repercussions from having a poor season. Um, why? Because of his world ranking? Because of his name. Because of what he's done. Oh, and I, I think and you stuff. could argue okay. back and forth like, whether or not that's that's important. But like, I think the thing that we've seen is that when when the tour makes decisions purely on competition, they actually work out pretty well. And I think this playoff one is a perfect example of that. Going to 70 has greatly improved the end of the season. Like Adam Scott's yeah. lead, Adam Scott's leading the uh, tournament right now. He would be out of the playoffs. Got him in my one and done. Very excited. It seems to always play Early well Thursday. here. But anyways, like yeah. there, there's actual juice to the end of the year because they've made an implication. They made a competitive decision. And that's how all these decisions now, should be based off of. And the whole no cut little little rinky dink event. Is not a competitive decision. That is a, you know, that is a make sure John Rahm can can survive and oh. make enough money to survive decision. Oh, uh, <laughs> now I might push back devil's advocate you here. I think it's kind of adding more stakes within the season because you can play your way into these events. I like the idea that they're more exclusive. They are more competitive. It's the same element of what you're talking about going to from 125 to 70. It's more elite. It's 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 
There's something to work towards. It's less bloated. And that that exists in February. It exists in March. It exists, you know, all the way down the line, not just in August at the playoffs. It's adding a little bit of stakes within the season because they're not totally closed. You can, and that's, and you know, we're going to get to this. The schedule is clustered. You know, there's, there's, Basically, how much is how much is travelers paying to make sure they they stay designated? I mean, this is just. I mean, they might be writing some policies to the tour. You know, sticks out like a sore thumb. It's like coverage (laughs) of having a moat. It's got there's got to be some significant liability about around having a moat. So maybe they give them a nice little deal on that policy, and they get a designated. We're just looking at like the the pacing of the whole schedule. Everything makes sense. And then you get to June and you're like, wait a second. Why are there three of these things in a row? And it's like, oh, it's Jack's event, the U.S. Open. And oh, it's the Travelers. Which Jack's event has been moved, um, whatever, like two weeks. It's directly before the U.S. Open, which they're trying to cluster. So you can play your way in to a designated event. So it's not. You know, one on, one off, and choppiness. I guess so one I, of the I think nice there's things some competition added. One of the nice things about it is that by moving Jacks to that week, you won't have like all the tour guys at the Monday qualifier having to play 36 holes and then play that week. I was about to ask. Yeah, because like none of where, them. Where, where might we do? Yeah, the, they'll probably do uh, the the big uh, qualifier. Canada might get a big U.S. Open qualifier. Yeah. Right, right. That's can- it goes Canada Memorial. So there might. I don't know that we need to do the full rundown, but you know your signatures are Kapalua in January. I like the cadence of it. I think they should come January up with Kapalua. signature logos for all of them. Just signatures, Kapalua. <laughs> the century. February is Pebble and Riv, as we've noted. March is Bay Hill and Players. April's the Masters and Heritage. Heritage hanging on. RBC gets, you know, they just throw them a bone again. But such a bad that worked out. Such a bad year, event fine. to have as a as a designated. These post major ones. What about Wells Fargo? The post major. Well, that's fine because it's like out on its own island, right? It's like no. Now it's the week before the PGA. Oh, They're putting it the shit. week before the PGA. I saw. So oh, go I got confused Quail because Hall of the Myrtle Beach. The opposite field. Yeah, well, that's the opposite. Oh, God, that field is going to be a disaster. (laughs) Because guys are going to rest for the PGA if they're in that field. And if they're in Wells Fargo, they're going to play that, right? I mean, is that what you're suggesting? Top 100 players aren't going to Myrtle. No one. Well, Wells Fargo, or the Myrtle Beach, I think that course, the Dunes Club, they're playing it at is actually pretty interesting. It's an early Robert Trent Jones course, and it looks pretty cool. I've always actually wanted to play that place. Uh, I I would just say playing opportunities for, you know, executives that have their, you know, performance tied to playing opportunities appear to be a lot of playing opportunities still. There's 39 events before you get to eight in the fall. So you're talking 40... 47 total in a calendar year. Uh, Wait, does the P... You know. P- yeah, the PNC and the Grand Im- Thornton Invitational don't count. The Shark Shootout. So. Shark no. Shootout no, presented no. by Grant and Thornton. It's so- something new. Yeah, it's a Grant. Um, so, yeah, that's your... You Houston, know, a big winner, uh, too. The, moving back into... They the, moved to March. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Yep. Honda still note sponsor, Palm Beach Classic. Um I just say one other thing. 
so much of this schedule, constant shuffle, annual shuffle, seems to have been brought on by the Olympics. And so we have this again, you know, you've had majors reshuffled, you have playoffs reshuffled, you've had so much reshuffled. And again, this year we have the Olympics coming in Paris and the FedEx Cup won't finish until September 1st. I don't know. I just, I'm watching what's happening, what's happening in college football right now. And it's like these little things that set off, basically put the sport on an entire knife's edge, right? We're seeing the Pac-12 might disintegrate because, you know, Colorado, I love Colorado, but they're not a major player anymore. I love growing up what in Colorado. You, what are you? And now we might have. You're disrespecting prime? Prime time? The buffs. I, I, they're just, they're not material to college football anymore but <laughs> that's what you say off this you said let's time stamp this time stamp this i love 20 prime. 20 minutes i love colorado growing up the buffaloes the black and gold when they were good 20 minutes and august 3rd of 2023 i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna prime. put this out there for prime i'm gonna just put this out there in the world <laughs> anyways I just like, there's little things, like the sport's going to, like, I don't know. It feels like we've done a lot of overreacting to accommodate the Olympics for the last decade. And here we are now with the schedule changing for a fourth year in a row. But I imagine this will change for 2025 too, because we're going to have a new co and all this other stuff. So, uh, Yeah, I think this, this is, this schedule, I have some hope that this schedule will get better in the next five years. So you don't think it's good? No, it's the same shit that we have every year. <laughs> oh, I just said it's different. It's constantly being tweaked it's, and yeah, altered it's and different. changed. It's different. It, it, it's tweaked. They're, they're non-material. Listen, <laughs> the schedule is going to get good when they finally decide that there's two, two tours. There's PGA and PGA, PGB tour. When they finally yeah. rip the Band-Aid off and tell all the peppy Peter Malnati's that, hey, guess what? You don't play on this tour anymore. When they do that, it'll get really good. And and it'll just be, oh, wow, there's not this glut. And guess what? And when, they're, when you can play your way up, like it'll just be better. When they have a tour that's like 100 of the best players in the world and they play a set schedule every year, and there's up and down well, movement, that will be good. It seems like that's what we're moving towards with these. No, smaller, we aren't. The LA no, Open we may aren't. not be the LA Open the anymore, problem, but it's more elite. It's PGA, PGA, A with opportunity to play your way in. But the problem is, is that you've got in between here, this, these shit sandwiches. You got the Valspar, which like JT will play in and rack up the same amount of FedEx cup points. You know, and well, they, that's a thing. They, yeah, and then yeah, you'll yeah, have John Rahm playing the Mexico Open and beating up on on Brendan Todd. You know, in the in the Mexico Open, and you Todd doing well. And Todd is playing well. Todd might not. That was the wrong. T five. He's beating up on Ches Revi at the Mexico Open. You know, uh, he, he, this is this is the problem. The problem. That's the you know, they have to get to the to to the point. I believe they need to get to a worldwide tour. 20 events, top 100 players, four major championships or something along that lines. And and then everything 
revolves around playing up into that tour. It, it aligns at all the interests. That's what the fans want. It, it creates clear storylines for the for the not great events as opposed to now. It's just like, oh, we we hope somebody shows up and then we hope they play well. It's kind of disappointing the Scottish Open wasn't a signature, but that would then be giving Genesis two signatures, I guess. Maybe that's a title sponsor issue. So, um, all right. I think that does it for our 2024 schedule. Playing, oppor- playing opportunities galore. We, so, do we talk more um, about the signature events or the non-signature events? I think we talked about the, the Huey Lewis and the celebrities of the uh, Pebble Beach Pro-Am more than anything. I feel like the um, Valero Open lost. Feel like you know, well, you know they made their bed and they can lie in it. They just they <laughs> kind of just totally destroyed the Shell Houston Open, what used to be a great Masters tune-up, and they paid more. They came over the top, and now they're left with nothing at the DPC San Antonio Oaks Course God. presented by AT and T or whatever it is. So I just like got, I, I, I just got an email what? from Philip Rivers. It was a. And I, I had to click it. The? It wasn't. Phillip it wasn't Rivers? the Philip Rivers. Did you see he's having a tenth kid? No. Yeah, there. His now? wife's due. Yeah. Come on. How old is he? Forty-one. Yeah, expecting you expecting a baby boy this October. Is that what he emailed you about? To announce no, but another I birth? it made me think about that. Like, what are the chances this guy? What's he trying to sell? He's trying to sell. Uh, what are CTRs? I don't know. He's trying to sell me something. Some sort of golf. Okay, but okay. Philip Rivers. Right. I, I clicked it. It was a no subject. The sneaky sales trick. You know the no subject ah, email. Yeah. Yeah. Had to click because it could. Be, I thought it was going to be something about you know his tenth kid. Turns out it's not that. Uh, if I could sell, if if I could sell our listeners something for a minute, I would highly encourage you to join Club TFE. Oh, at the Friday.com slash member. We put up a course profile for Myopia Hunt Club today. Great photography. Um, great write up. Considered egg, re- egg rating. It's just not. I mean. A lot of time and anguish thought goes into what we're going to give these. One, two, three eggs. Uh, they can be adjusted on the fly. It's not, yeah, you know. You can change it. It's not set in stone. But, you know, we're against ranking courses. Like, right? I mean, you don't need to say one is better. You don't need to go one through five all the time. Maybe we will at some point when it's when it's appropriate. But unlike a lot of other publications, we consider something to be, uh, you know, an egg rating, one, two, or three eggs. Uh, we have 52 course profiles in a year that you get that for $120 along with uh, a member gift, early event registration. Uh, I've been, been cooking. I've been cooking. About the yeah. I've been yeah. cooking on 2024. Got, we'll have, we'll have some more smaller, uh, events that, that'll be, be member events. Um, that'll be, so it'll be, Pan- be a little panther bit national can we commit Whew. can we get panther national a little south god do you remember the guy at the panther. masters that was just rolling around decked out in panther national gear yeah i do <laughs> i do that's not on the friday events but there are many others uh in consideration of being cobbled together for next year if you've joined club tfe you get early 
uh, access to register for those, along with constant updates, constant blogs. We got Joe Lamagna, uh, Joey Stats, writing almost weekly there with, with some stuff to watch both on tour and off tour. So join Club TFE. Some it supports new, us. New features are probably coming here. soon. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We are. I want to promise. You know, it's August 1st. Getting... We've been grinding on how to make it better for next year. Too. So join Club TFE for that continued experience all right should we do some sgs golf advice you got anything you want to you said you were waiting to throw one at me from last week when kyle was here oh, as a guest host. sgs Is there golf some sort advice of SGS golf advice That's a, you want to throw at me yeah you want me to go first oh i got one i, I got, got a good it's not really go golf advice it's just uh oh, okay we do titled, get a lot of just here's a funny story <laughs> titled titled dynapower sales incentives a good buddy of mine works at a Local golf shop. He works on the floor. You got your flashlight on your phone there. As you oh. read this phone, on the, you yeah. turned your flashlight on. Yeah, I feel I'm like just, that's just old, giving the listeners old, what they want. Old fuddy-duddy there. Yeah. <laughs> Could probably had it on all day. I just didn't. I've been, like I said, I'm <laughs> sleep deprived. I don't know what's going on around me. A good, uh, a good Dynapower sales. A, a good buddy of mine works at a, a local golf shop. He works on the floor in his first year there. While I was asking him about his new job there, he slipped in there that he was leading the race to win a free weekend trip to one of the top public courses in our state that carries green fees in excess of $200 per round. I inquired on what race he was leading, and his answer amused me to no end. I've sold the most Dynapower drivers so far this summer. Apparently, his shop has a strong relationship with Wilson, just like this podcast. That's awesome. That's awesome. And the Wilson rep is taking whoever sells the most Dynapower drivers out for a weekend to this, illust- to this illustrious Midwestern course. What a world we live in. This somehow feels like a club champion advertisement in, in, uh, in and of itself. Thanks for all the hard work you do. Uh, to make the game of golf, or uh, yeah, I'll cut that out. Yeah, C- comment. Uh, yeah, compliments. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I love that. The Dyna Power sales. Uh, I think we should be a part of that. I, I think about how many Dyna Powers we've sold. How many court? How many used <laughs> Cortexes we've sold over the years? <laughs> Tritons. <laughs> that is, we are keep single handedly keeping the Triton Cortex alive. And the zeitgeist. I need to go uh, to. All I, right. I gotta find. I wonder if there's a play against sports by me. I'm gonna go look for a. <laughs> they could sell those. The black market value of a Triton. The rare, rare black <laughs> Triton one, would be. There's one. Uh, one twenty minutes away. That's not bad. The. Uh, not bad. I gotta um, go there. I gotta go pillage it for for some retros. Uh, oh, well, we're on that then. I, I got a real one here from uh, John. After hearing Andy talk about the pursuit of achievement in a stint with Persimmons in comp- comparison to moderns, I thought I'd pose my current predicament with my new but old clubs. I was recently gifted a set of 1994 Ben Hogan irons. Apex. They must everyone, be Apex. I would think so. Ah, 94. Those he are would great think everyone should have a set of clubs from the year they were born. So we refurbished these for me. Cool concept. Have a cl- 1994. We got a young little young lad here. It is such a wonderful and thoughtful gift, along with the cool idea about playing older clubs. However, I've yet to take them out in the six weeks I've had them. 
I've never taken a lesson, but I've utilized the modern technology to, and some speed to whittle my handicap down to a five since getting bit by the golf bug some 10 years ago when I was finishing high school. I'm pretty proud of this and in constant search of lowering my handicap. As soon as I know, as soon as I know my kids hit, my days of playing two to three times a week will be over and the handicap will likely balloon. So I just never find the right time to take out the 94 Hogans. Every chance I get to tee it up, I'm trying to post a score, better my game, and lower my handicap. I truly enjoy each round doing that, but also feel like a slave to the improvement grind and wish I could just go tee up the retro clubs to enjoy hitting the ball around the park. Any advice on this hacky ger- hacker journeyman who wants to both improve utilizing the modern technology, but also enjoy the dated equipment as a nice changeup? Yeah, I think on how to I think you I think you could get better playing the old equipment. Um, honestly, I I notice that if I play the retro stuff and then switch to the modern, I play really really well with the modern. And there's because there's something about like the old stuff where you got to really you got to pay a little bit more attention. Um, you have to be more mindful of hitting the center of the club face. So your swing, everything you have, like you have a heightened uh, awareness and focus in the golf swing. So I would say, listen, just go out there. And who cares about your handicap? I, I just posted a score. Well, that's my what, handicap's yeah. getting into an area I don't want it to be with these modern clubs. I uh, got to get back. Well, he seems to care. He seems to take a lot of pride in it. I would just say you don't have to. Do you have to post the no, scores? No, you don't. With the ninety-four, that's the beauty. You can we'll just maybe go, break some could, sort of rule here. You could just go out there and hit the ball around. You don't have to. Yeah, it improve. And you, what you yeah. might find, especially, you know, like here, here's the thing. It, it, there's a fear of your kid of, of having kids and and getting worse. You know, if you want to have continue to have a a deep connection in the game your the way in, in and be very attentive present uh parent the the volume of your golf's going to change but also the forms of golf that you play is going to change right you're going to play a lot more mm-hmm. couple holes here couple holes there type of golf which you're not posting so don't be afraid just go out there venture out there with your with your beautiful sticks and you might be pleasantly surprised that you get better i i said this to a buddy like i don't practice at all but i i can honestly i honestly believe that i am like a significantly better player than i was 3 years ago and a lot of that has to do with playing the world the, the old school equipment for a long long time that I have like so many more shots. I missed a lot more greens. I don't practice. Like I said, I'm not as good. I like score by score. I'm not as good, but I believe I'm a better player. Like if I, if I put the time and hours in that I used to put in, I would shoot much lower scores, but I'm a way better player because of playing the old stuff, put me in more situations where I had to learn more shots. Like I'm vastly improved around the greens because I missed a lot more greens and now I'm back to playing the modern stuff. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I like don't miss greens very much anymore, you know? So I think like the, the thing about it is like, you have to understand that improvement is not a linear thing. And 
it's like cross training almost when you go play the retro clubs and you can get better and you might not understand why you got better, but you did because of like situations that those clubs put you in. Yep. I love that kind of, there's a different in the terms, like I'm a better player, right? Play. What's the word player mean? Right. And and I think that's kind of an aspirational sort of goal, whether it's just a handicap number separate and apart from a handicap number that, that reflects your identity. Um, all right. Let me tell you, if you send an email to SGS golf advice with the subject line altercation, hitting into family photos at Cowboys golf club, I am going to open that email. So here we go with that one. Brendan and Andy, I was playing Cowboys Golf Club in the DFW area, famously themed after America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. You guys would get a kick out of this place. Uh, No shit we would. Replica trophies from the team's past success. You'd put past in bold. Team merch, themed golf carts with the team hype video on the nav screen. (laughs) Topped off with green fees exceeding $250, so the vultures at... uh, uh, I assume a management company can send their kids to private school. <laughs> Even as a diehard Cowboys fan, the theme is overwhelming in the golf setting. <laughs> guy's got some takes. I love it. Uh, I love the hype videos on the nav screen. This brings us to the fourth hole, drivable downhill par four. Plastered in the middle of the fairway sits a full-size replica of the team's famed star logo that you see at midfield on Sundays. Love it. <laughs> There are many photos taken at this spot on property, most of which are a quick selfie or group photo. That was unfortunately not the case on this day. There was, and I'm not exaggerating, a full family, kids and all, partaking in what appeared to be professional photo shoot around the aforementioned logo. The logo is about 100 yards from the front edge of the green, which sits about 290 from the tips. It's driver all day. With the family seemingly not leaving the fairway, I played the hole as if they weren't there and hit a great drive to about 30 feet. I flew it on the middle of the green, never got close to anyone. After my shot, I got in the cart and headed to the green. The path takes you through some trees and obstructs the view of the hole. When I emerged from the trees, the family was waiting, armed with the prop clubs from their photo shoot, and the eldest son briskly approached me. Clearly displeased with a putter in hand, cocked back, ready to swing as as if my head was on a tee, I was genuinely scared. So I grabbed my putter, and prepared what? to fend off the ambitious brother. Just as he got within striking distance, my playing partner, who I met up with on the previous hole, came out of left field and body slammed him. No. I don't condone violence on the golf course or the photo shoots. Proceeding to yell and stand over him like Juju Smith-Schuster after a blindside block by Vontez Perfect. After some light God, pushing and lots shoving, of, lots a of few not-so-kind words... What? Lots of descriptors. He's painting the picture. Yeah. After some light pushing and shoving a few not so kind words, a four putt for bogey, cooler heads prevailed. I guess my question is, what am I supposed to do in this situation? (laughs) I'm 35 with two kids, have zero desire to ever fight anyone. These days are long gone. (laughs) I mean, I got, well, first of all, let me just, as a general sociological comment, People taking a family photo shoot at the Dallas Cowboys Star Golf Club, it just doesn't seem like a family I'd want to tussle with or mess with. Seems like they would just have some some heft to them and some some, you know, ability to beat some ass. Right? That kind of family that decides to do the photo shoot at that particular location. 
I wouldn't fight that kind of group. Two, you're 35 with two kids. I don't know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to play the hole. They got it. They got it. I don't know why they're upset. You got to play the hole. You hit a great shot. You came nowhere near anyone. Are you supposed to like scream down the fairway? It seems like they would take offense to that being told to move. I, they just got to be more present. Of course, it's not your fault. But once the altercation is apparent, I mean, I'm driving the other way. I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. You're 35 with two kids. You can't be on the news or one of those meme account videos that basically exist to showcase these fights now. You go the other way. You drive to 13 or whatever the hole it is. You can't be messing around with that. You you put it in the middle of the green, take your two-putt birdie or whatever it was. Leave the golf say. ball. Yeah. Just get out of there. Get out. And I don't know about this guy you joined up a hole before just running down the fairway and body slamming somebody to defend your honor that you met him <laughs> 10 minutes ago. I'd get away from him too, maybe. I have to. I think I'd stop paying $250 to play Cowboys Golf Club. <laughs> I I have to agree with the uh, with the email on the sentiment of like I have no interest in getting any fight at this point from now on in my life. I have zero interest in getting in a physical altercation at all. Great email. I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> like that, it just seems like there's a lot more fights happening on the golf course. I think that they're just being recorded. More phones. Yeah. I don't I don't think there are more of them happening. I think they're just, you know, I think if anything less are happening because people are aware that people everybody's got a <laughs> recording device in their pocket, right? Or the game has grown too much. We need to shrink it. Uh, can we talk about the much. facility? Sure. They shouldn't be allowing people out there to have photo shoots done. While play is occurring in like the middle of the hole. They shouldn't be doing a lot of things. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, you're either you're either a photo booth or a golf course. Which one do you want it to be? They should close. Come on. Now, like a thing they should do, they should be like the old course. Close on Sundays and allow everybody to come out and take photos of that. <laughs> Family day. Groundskeeper would love that. They have to paint the new star every Monday morning or whatever it was. Um, all right. Would you, good, do, you, good do you wish there was a Browns golf course? No, we don't need that. Why? Why? why there's. I mean, I was. Sean Watson could, sake, could sure. be a member. Yeah. Here we go. Maybe Jay Kokrak, too. He could get in. <laughs> Did you see Kokrak's uh, social video this week? What, the Drake song? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. How about his new uh, gear? Another golf Smash advice? gear. What? Just decked the, out. apparel provider? Yeah. Just decked oh, out. Oh, really? Smash gear. Big logos. I was told Matt Wolf that it's not a part of that. It's just Chase and Kokrak. And then, of course, Brooks is the Nike guy. So, I don't know. I don't know what's left. Oh, early sign. Oh, God, they don't even have the leaderboard. Oh, I guess it hasn't started. Tomorrow it Greenbrier? starts. Greenbrier? Yeah, it's starting right Yeah, tomorrow, right at 1 o'clock. So, 
Do we need another golf advice or are we good? No, we could do some Western Am updates. Let's see what's going on in the Western Am. I wanted to get over there. I just think I'm too sleep deprived to get over there for this afternoon. I got to do one on my kid making three holes in ones at my (laughs) alumni outing. Uh, We'll do that next week. Brendan Valdez leading Matthew McLean. Oh, the mid-am. Yeah, the Irish kid, right? Yeah plays seven times a week or something right yeah um uh brendan zone leading the western am is that accurate yeah brendan brendan valdez i think he plays at uh florida if i remember correctly brendan valdez i like that let's see auburn auburn my bad sorry auburn not florida okay what do you think do you think Uh, who do you think the big Ten's gonna pick up Football? Yeah. Or I guess athletics? You think we're going to get those uh, those San Francisco schools, get some Central California flavor in there so I can go to uh, some uh, some Big Ten basketball? Illinois game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if the presidents have their way, it seems like they'll go for the academic folks. But if the TV executives have their way. We'll get Oregon won't. and uh, Washington and Clemson. You dub, not Clemson. No, where's Clemson going? Not SEC. Clemson. Yeah, I would imagine them. Well, where's whatever. Where's BC going to go? It's depressing. They're getting their toast. Big East it sucks. It's depressing. College football sucks. Are you guys going to go mean, to the Big it's East? Great. It's my favorite sport, but what's happening to it is disgraceful. Um, yeah, they'll probably stick together with a bunch of the other like small private schools. Uh. You know, Duke, Wake Forest, whatever it is, or maybe Catholic schools. We'll see what happens. So, kind of sucks. When are when like, are the, all the conferences just going to be gone? I feel like that's where it's heading I, to. That's yeah, two conglomerates basically. It sucks. It's not. It's not good. It's I. It's like I personally have always been PGA Tour nonsense. Waiting for the Illinois Cal rivalry. Personally, you have overpaid administrators. Just chuckle fucking their way and ruining good sports, good parts of a sport for every little dollar that's not going to the people who are responsible for it. So cool. It's cool that TV networks are completely demolishing a sport. But all right. Palpable palpable bears buzz now that I'm in Chicago. Open the paper and it's just filled with, with buzz. Well, I mean, it's August third. What are they? What? I mean, yeah, it's got to be. You got to have buzz. They can't not cover the team. They got to be excited in August, right? Palpable. What's the buzz? Eight wins, Rece- nine wins. Receiver. Justin the Fields? receiving core is just getting you know tons of praise. I guess when you had zero receivers last year, and now they might yeah. have four. You know, only one way to go. Yeah. Good. I'm excited for that. We're going to go to that Bears at Browns game. I think we like have in to. December. In December. Oh, God. Hopefully, like I can fly direct Christmas. into uh, into Cleveland. Yeah, United. Yeah, you can go United. SFO to Cleveland. Nice little culture uh, climate shock there. In December. So. All right, everyone, enjoy your. Could be nice. Enjoy your weekends. Can we get tickets? Are we going to be able to get tickets? Yeah, we can get. I want to go to the dog pound. 
I mean, you talk about something that's been hollowed out by corporatization and brands like the college football. The dog pound, look, Cleveland Browns fans are great. The dog pound is just the name now. It's not an actual thing like it was. that You wouldn't go there back in the 80s, 90s, maybe early 2000s. And now it's just another part of the stadium with a name on it. So, Well, they're, right. they're, talking, about, they're talking about moving the Bears to Naperville, to Naptown. Seems talk about corporate, you know, sellout moving, moving uh, from right on the lake, which is, you know, it is hard to get to. I it's not it's small, but it's uh, it's part of your history, just like the Western Open. Tie it all back. I'm not naive. Yeah, there you go. All right, everyone enjoy your weekend. We'll be back with you on Monday to uh, talk about the playoffs. We're on to the playoffs on Monday. Everyone Ooh. enjoy enjoy it. Uh, get Been some waiting rest. Been all year, R&R. all year for the for the playoffs. We should we should get uh, a remake of Carrie Underwood. It's been waiting all day, for, waiting all year <laughs> for the play, FedEx Cup playoffs. A re, remix version of the Carrie Underwood. NBC night. can make that happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I, NBC can make that happen. I'm sure the budgets right, are the same. Enjoy your week. 49 minutes, Friday hours. Everyone enjoy your weekends. We'll talk to you on Monday.